Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Life Loading Podcast. I'm Sky, And I'm Susan. How are you today, Sky? I'm good, Susan. We had such a crazy week last week. I think I was actually home alone. Nick was away for work. So it was just like a huge work week and then a great weekend. And we're dealing with some crazy heat here, which is new for me with having no AC. So I'm doing very good. Just I feel like the Italian summer. I'm adjusting. I'm getting like acclimated to like the good and the bad sides of that. So I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired a little bit. We had back-to-back weddings. We did a wedding Saturday and a wedding Sunday. A lot of weddings, a lot of love, which like I love. I'm a sucker for weddings. Um, the one on Saturday that we went to, I didn't know anyone. Literally, I went with a friend because she needed a, a date. So I went with her. Um, and I love that this year has really been, I found my groove in a wedding situation. Like I thrive when I know no one. I've learned to just mingle and make friends. And it's like, if you look to someone and be like, I don't know a single person here, you're going to get either one or two responses. They're going to be like, I don't know anyone either. And you're going to bond over that. Or you're going to get, oh, let me introduce you to whoever. Like no matter what, as well, you're talking to the right girl. I mean, there are some girls who are not going to be your gal pal, but the majority of them are pretty nice. And it's just, I love that. It always gives me like a self-esteem boost when I can like just be friendly and make friends. And I like Honestly, that because I was never like a kid. I was so quiet and like shy. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Like it's still scary to walk up to someone and like befriend them. But I'm always like, I wish someone would do this to me. And so I just start doing it for myself and yep. I love it. That's kind of how I felt at your wedding. Yeah. Because like I was the college friend. So like I didn't know people from your hometown. Obviously, I had met a lot of the women at the bridal shower and the bachelorette, of course. But then it was kind of like there were moments where and I didn't have a date there, too. So I think there were like lulls where I was like, all right, like time to go make a friend. And I did. And, you know, obviously I had a blast. But yeah, I totally get that feeling. And it's fun if you can just allow yourself to like embrace it. Yes. Yeah. But it's scary. Yeah. My husband is such an introvert that like I really had to take on the role of making friends for both of us, Um, which actually is the perfect segue into this episode because we're talking about relationships today. I think it's you were the one that suggested this episode. And it's funny that I feel like we've talked about relationships in all the forms throughout our 28 episodes, I believe we're on now. So it's I think it's perfect to sit down and finally just dive in. Yeah. Um, I know you have a list, so I'll just get on to my first thing on my list. My number one thing was honesty. I think that starts obviously from the get go. And some of this stuff you're going to be like, okay, Sky and Susan, like this is common sense, but I'm telling you, you talk about it and then you think about it and then you go back to your relationship. You're like, holy shit. Like you just, sometimes the common sense stuff is the stuff you neglect. And I know that that's where I found, honestly, I lack in my, like, my marriage the most out of all the other categories of my life because it's always been so constant and steady, which like is a beautiful thing. I'm so grateful for that. But because of that, I just go into autopilot and I kind of neglect it because it's never not worked. Like, yeah, we fight, but that's just comes with the territory. We've never had a, you know, relationship where it's not, I don't know. I just, I never put enough energy or time into it and then we finally had that conversation I'm like I'm so sorry like I didn't even realize I was doing it but I was the one who was not putting the time and effort into our relationship because I was putting time and effort into everything else I had written down it wasn't uh where was it don't take things for granted which I think is kind of going along with that too I think there can be moments where 
like I'll notice um, we, we're in the middle of switching into a new routine, but we've been in this one routine for a while where Nick would almost every day he would make breakfast and then I would make dinner. And even though like I'd be sitting there getting work done and he would make breakfast and bring it to me, it was amazing. And every day I would say, thank you. And he's like, you don't have to say thank you. Like I was going to make it for myself anyways. And, and I think I would do the same thing when I cook. I'm like, oh, it's fine. I, you know, and you like, you're nonchalant about it. Cause it's like, of course you're going to cook for your partner and do these things. Cause we want to, but I think uh, like taking the time to say thank you every single time and appreciate those moments and not take your partner or the time you have with them for granted makes such a big difference. And it's just like that little bit of gratitude that you can do like every single day to really like remind yourself like of this person that you're choosing to like have this partnership with. Yeah. Communication was the next thing on my list. I know that seems again, like such a common one, but you can sit like, I know, especially when you've been with someone for a long time, like you just get into a routine that sometimes like we were coming home, especially when I was teaching because I was socializing all day. My social battery was just depleted. Like I was done. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to do anything. Um, and so we would, I would come home and a lot of times we would just sit either on our phones or watching a show and on our phones. And we just weren't communicating. And I found that that was when we were like just getting into random arguments over literally nothing. And it's because we didn't know what was going on in each other's work lives let like yes, you live together, you know, have a good idea of what's going on in each other's lives. But like when you're away from each other for nine hours a day, you don't know what's going on in that time. And then people come in with different emotions and then you say the wrong thing and one of us blows up. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, just be conscious of it and practice it. Like, hey, how is your day? And actually listen and like sit down and talk. And that's something that we've really prioritized lately was like, okay, we're just going to sit down and freaking talk, whether it's over dinner or just sitting on the couch sitting outside and just finding time to carve out away from other people and our phones and just genuinely having a conversation yep I smirked the beginning of that because your one point brought up like my two biggest points for this entire podcast which is (laughs) communication which was the number one thing I wrote down and silent friendship time I don't feel like I was the one that came up with this phrase but I definitely use it constantly with friends, family, and Nick, especially as we started doing the whole silent friendship time thing when we were long distance, because we realized with, I think the time difference, especially there were moments when I was like, I need to be sitting and doing nothing and reading my book and not talking to anyone. But it was like, okay, you only have X amount of hours in a day where we're even both awake at the same time, let alone both available to talk. So it felt like we had to take advantage of those moments. But it was like, I am going like, my mental health, if I'm like talking, you know, like I love him and I want to talk to him, but we can't talk like for three hours straight, you know, whatever. And especially on FaceTime, there's less you can do, whatever. So we came up with silent friendship time and it was like, all right, like we're going to set up our phones and we're both going to do our own thing. And we're enjoying each other's company. And I think being long distance, just being able to enjoy each other's company was not something we were able to do. So our little silent friendship time thing was huge for us. And now living together, that's something that I'm so grateful that we established established that boundary. Because it was like, all right, we're both like not in the mood to talk, but we want to like be able to be together. And so like we did it Saturday morning, we had silent friendship time and we like sat together and we read and it's just no matter how you choose to spend your silent friendship time, it's so lovely because you're there's no like awkward silence because you're admitting from the beginning, like, we're not going to talk, we're going to be together, and it's going to be fine. And it's some of my favorite times. Like, I love our conversations. I love when we do like, activities together and experience new things. But silent friendship time, there's something very special 
about being able to be silent with your person and just enjoy each other's like silent company. And then communication. I feel like if you're not able to communicate that, like, I'm not mad at you and you've done nothing wrong. It's just that (laughs) I need this silent time. The the two go hand in hand. So those are like my top two. Yep. So this is actually number three on my list, but number one in my heart, but you need all of the other things we just talked about to get here. And it's expectations because I didn't realize that the literally the cause of every single fight that I would start was because my expectations weren't being met, but I never communicated them with him. Like, how is he supposed to know that I want X, Y, and Z when I've literally never told him or gestured or showed him that I want to read your mind, Susan, obviously. And if he doesn't, then he's not it. Um, (laughs) So that was some, I think I realized that when we were living in the apartment, I remember talking to you about this because I was Mm -hmm. like, I like, he just doesn't know because I've never told him like, it's not his fault. Um, Mm -hmm. However, when it comes to filling the ice tray, he does know I expect him to do that. And he neglects that, but that's okay. That's a work in progress. (laughs) Yes. We're getting there. You know what? He did it last week. Um, So just expressing your expectations, even if it seems redundant or like Mm -hmm. he must know, like, no, he does not know. Even in vice versa. Like, I don't know what he wants. Like our morning times was when we were honestly tough, like dueling it out the most because I was coming home from the gym. I'm jacked up on life and ready to go. And he lives a very different life. He likes to sleep in and then he wants to coast into his morning. That's just not how I am. Like I hit the ground running and he's very lax and that's totally fine. We're very balanced is what that is. Um, But I would get so frustrated because he wanted me to like sit on the couch and do nothing. And I'm like, I'm going stir crazy. Like it's physically making me upset sitting and doing nothing. And so we've adjusted our expectations and just communicated about it. And now I get up and my feeling of productivity and me like showing my love language is I'll make him breakfast and make me breakfast. And then I get to like run around and get that out of my system. And then we always sit for at least 45 minutes, whether we're watching a show or just talking and that's our morning time. And that would have never happened. Like we would probably still be arguing every morning if it wasn't for both of us expressing what we want in our expectations. And that's something you have to do every single day because we have the same routine. But like this morning is a perfect example. I came home from the gym and I ripped down all the wallpaper in our kitchen two weeks ago. And then I couldn't get it off. And I'm allergic to the glue that they used to glue it on. So I've, I've kind of neglected my project and it looks like a hazmat area. And Anyways, I got a steamer two days ago and the steamer works and it's peeling it up lovely. So I was like, I'm going to start on this little project, but I didn't communicate that with him. And so he was like, Hey, like it's, it's our time. What are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm just steaming the walls. And he's like, he was a little upset about it. And I was like, no, I understand why. Like I didn't communicate my expectations for this morning, nor, and you were expecting what we usually do. And so we adjusted, I steamed for my two I filled it up twice. And I, in that time, I also cooked us breakfast. And then once breakfast was ready, we sat down and had our regular morning routine. So I think just expressing what you're expecting of any given hour is very, very helpful. Yeah. I had written down something similar, which was respect your partner's habits. And I know (laughs) from living with family and roommates and now Nick, I am not an easy person to live with. And I'm never going to claim that I am. And even like, I learned, I have to learn how to live with myself, you know, like, and that's a phrase that my dad taught me that you have to learn how to live with yourself. And so I think 
I have been able to learn how to live with myself. So then I'm able to teach my partner, like, this is how it's going to work for me. And in return, he does the same. But like, if I don't do like, at least like the core part of my routine in the morning, like my whole day is going to be off. And it's amazing to see him like, not only respect that, but like put that into his own routine where like Sunday morning has become a thing. He's like, I'm going to go get croissants for us while you do your morning routine. And then we'll get back and we'll like be together, you know, but he knows like, I have to do like my little bit of my morning so that I can have a great day versus him. He could say like, let's go get croissants together and then do this and that. But it's like, now I'm off, you know? So it's just, that's an expectation that we've both set for each other. And it like, I do it in reverse. It's not, I promise, like (laughs) it's an equal partnership, but it's a great example where it's like, I came into this relationship of living with him and like had this where it's like, I can't, there's a lot of things I'm willing to change and modify, like now living with someone, but it's like, I need my parts of me that need to stay the same. And the fact that he like respects that and acknowledges that it's like this, it's perfect. You know, like, it's really like a cool thing to see if you're communicating what you need, your partner can then do it, you know, but if you're not clear about that, like exactly what you're saying, like, you're like, I think, and that's something that I, I experience, and I hear other people experience it too, where if you don't, if you're not clear, like exactly what you said, like, if you're not clear, and it's, it's not, you're not being mean, you're not being rude, you're not being like, aggressive by saying like, this is what I need in this, like, it's actually gonna be better for the both of you to just be not blunt, like you can be polite about it, but like, just very clear, and direct about like what you expect and what you need from any certain situation with your partner. Yeah. And there's been times where I'm like, this is my, cause there was a lot of times on weekends, kind of like you're saying you're, you're everyone's routine is different when you have a day off, especially when both of you have a day off. It's very different than your regular day. Yeah. Um, and those are days where even last weekend I stopped myself or I stopped both of us because I had one agenda in my head. He had a very different agenda in his head. And we really hadn't talked about it. And I was like, okay, stop, like pause, time out. What is your expectations for the day? Because this is what I had in my mind. And he was like, oh no, like this is what I was thinking. And then I was like, okay, we're headed in two very different directions. But we ended up, after we talked about it, we were able to blend the day and we both got to do everything we wanted to do. But if we hadn't stopped and taken that 30 seconds to do that, we would have been fighting all day because I would have wanted to be in one spot and he would have been wanting to be in the other. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. My last thing on my list, which I just did like four big things, but mm-hmm. was fighting right. Um, if you, if anyone knows us in person, Chris and I fight publicly, but like in a joking way, we have like, like we'll roast each other and whatever. It's very comical. And most of the time it's, it's like more so that we're doing it for other people. Like people think it's funny. Chris and I don't get our feelings hurt. Like we just have ourselves a blast with it. However, when we're behind closed doors and we're fighting, we had to learn how to fight. And I know it probably sounds like we fight all the time. That's not it. It's a very rare occasion that we argue. But um, when we do, we both had to figure out, okay, where is this going to go? Because if you're angry, you're not you're not even communicating as your best self. Mm-hmm. And I realized quickly, especially with him, that when I get angry and I start to fight, I revert back to like a three to five year old, like that is where I go. And he realized, so I had said this to him. I was like, I think I literally act like a three or five year old. He's like, yeah, I feel like I'm six or seven when I argue with you. And I was like, okay. So we realized quickly that we both revert to very young ages. I was like, and that's not going to be productive. So when we get to that place, instead of sitting there and literally name calling like children, 
why don't we like figure out how to take a step back? And since we've had that conversation, one of us will just be like, okay, nope. Like we're literally acting like children and we just take our space and then come back yep. and discuss it like adults. Um, but that was under, like you said, like learning how to live with yourself, learning who you are, like just understanding how you react to things, how things affect you. And then being able to communicate that openly and honestly with your partner so that they don't even inadvertently hurt you, let alone actually hurt you. Because when you're angry, yeah, like a lot of times you do go for the low blow shots just because you're so angry. And like, what do you do with yourself? So I'm hurt. So I'm going to hurt you. Yep. And we, and that in the beginning, like that was really how both of us fought because we were fighting like children. And so now it's, you know, when it's a disagreement, actually, I think that's the issue. We were fighting then. And now it's if we have a disagreement, it's a very different environment, period. But I think that all goes back to communication. Absolutely. You said something there and I lost my train of thought, but you said something that I wanted to touch. Oh, it was, you said, if we're having a fight and we take our own spaces. And that was something that I was like, you have to create your own spaces. And I know for us in the last apartment we were in, it was a space probably half the size of this one. And getting our own space was like almost non-existent. And I remember there were not many, maybe once or twice where one of us would go and take a walk. And it was like dead of winter, like whatever. It didn't matter. It was like, this is going to be the best thing. And I'm such a, like, I would rather give all the detail than not give any. So I'm never like a bottle upper. So I think it's sometimes for me, like stepping away is better because if one of us steps away and then we can come back together, because I, I can never just like let it go, which maybe for better or for worse, but it allows us to not have to let it go while still taking a moment to then come back and like really hash it out in the right way. So being able to create those spaces and just know that like, you don't have to be together every single second. And like, mm -hmm. I can be in this room, you can be in that room, or like, we are choosing to be in separate rooms now, if you need that space is so important. And just like acknowledging that too. And there's a fine line between creating space and running because I'm a runner. Yep. So in the, when we first moved into the apartment, I we got into a our stupid argument over whatever. I don't even remember what it was about. And I left. And when I came back, he was like, absolutely not. We don't do this. Like the, I can't like for me, you leaving was worse than fighting. He was like, and that really hurt me. I don't yeah. want you to run away because that doesn't solve anything. And I was like, okay, you're right. Like that was, it was dramatic on my part, but I was trying to make a point. And that was, you know, I needed him to tell me like, no, that's not okay. And that went both ways because there was one day, you know, that he tried to leave. And I remember opening that apartment door and there was an Airbnb outside because our apartment complex, there was an Airbnb. So literal stranger. And I was like, you don't get to leave. We don't run. And he like put his head down, like came back upstairs and we like hashed it out. And that was the rule that we set. And that and not going to bed angry, which I feel like is such a cliche. Everyone does it, but it makes such a difference because there have been nights that I go to bed angry with him and I wake up angry at him and that it just, it's not a good situation because then yep. you literally drag the next day. And there mm -hmm. are, don't get me wrong. There are circumstances like, your partner or you like deserve to be upset for a sure. longer period than one, you know, sitting. I'm not saying like that there's a clause that you should just get over it all in a day. Um, but in general, like try to not go to bed angry. Yeah. And I think you can have something not resolved while still not yeah. going to bed with that, like anger. Like, I feel like we set mm -hmm. the whole, like, don't go to bed angry rule with long distance. Cause I think, I mean, 
go to bed with six hours apart. So he would wake up and his day would start six hours before mine would hit a lot of situations. So it was like, we can't have, so I think maybe the, the modified rule is not don't go to bed angry or don't go to bed angry, but it can still be unresolved as long as you can like put a patch on it for the night where you're both like, okay, we might not agree. And this might not be like fully completed yet in whatever form, but at least we're like, okay, we can agree on the fact that we're fine to sleep in the same bed and deal with this and continue dealing with this another day. But that's been huge for us. And this made me think of a point I hadn't even written down where it's like setting rules for your relationship, which I think every couple is going to have like different things that they're like, okay with versus not okay with. And I think those are conversations that you kind of have through like, I don't know, I feel like there's those conversations are always happening. But I, I know for Nick and I, it was like the first six months or so where it was like, well, how do you feel about this? And you kind of start to like, make your rule book. And for us, like, I've talked, I talked about this earlier, too, with communication, but I think my anxiety cannot allow me to not know what's going on. And so that was huge for me at the beginning, especially with long distance. I was like, I don't need to know every detail. I don't need to know like where you are at every moment. But I was like, I need to know, like, and I laid it out. It was like, I I just need to be in the know a little bit so that I'm not spiraling. And it's like, I don't hear from you. And then I see that you're somewhere and I didn't know. And like, I was like, this is how my brain works. And this is what I'm asking of you to make it so that I can fully trust you. And that's been something that's carried into now us living together. And even if there's something that he can't tell me or doesn't want to tell me. He tells me like, this isn't a, this, you haven't done anything wrong or whatever I've asked him to like, like calm yeah. the, the thoughts in my head, you know, but it makes such a big difference. Cause it's, I can just sit back and be like, okay, I know that I don't have to worry about this and I will know more when I need to, or you know what I mean? So it's just been a very, I'm grateful that I have a partner that acknowledges that and is able to do that for me and it goes you know it goes vice versa but it's just easier to talk about it from like my perspective of it the last thing that i didn't even write down but that i'm thinking is like don't forget to date someone especially when you're in a very long term relationship like sometimes you lose like people say oh the honeymoon phase it's gonna die it doesn't have to die like i've been with chris for i don't even know how many years seven years now and i still feel the same way as when we were dating like and you just have to make the effort to make it still feel that way. I mean, yeah, 60 years from now, maybe it doesn't feel quite the same, but like, that's fine. In the time being, it is like, still surprise them, still speak to them. Like you still get good mornings and good nights. Like Mm -hmm. the little things that you fell in love with shouldn't go away after you, I don't want to say the term got them, but like the, after you like were in a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. I agree. I had written down be best friends and I think it kind of goes Mm -hmm hand in hand. And it's, it kind of all ties in with like not taking each other for granted. And I think if you're like intentionally making the time, I know like we're in a routine where um, I guess with him during the hockey season too, like going out to dinner on the the weekdays was not an option with the way his practices were or whatever. So we usually prioritize doing like something fun, whether it be, I don't know, it didn't even have to be like a big expensive thing or a big outing, whatever, but doing something together on a weekend. So it was like, we're really prioritizing not just staying in like the mundane like routine where we're going to start possibly taking situations for granted and taking what we have for granted but I mean I realized we have eaten like almost every meal together since October just with the way our schedules were able to align (laughs) it was like how did we not kill each other and I think it's because we still went out of our way to like switch it up and like do some things out and then have the silent time and 
like be grateful when we came back together, you know? So just all the yeah. little things and obviously we're not perfect at it. No one is, but I feel like you just have to be able and want to just continue learning and continue adjusting, like as you both grow as individual people and as a couple. Yeah. And that's huge too. I remember, I mean, I was young when I met Chris, but I've changed a lot as a person, let alone like both of us have, but I've changed a lot since probably the last three, two years, I would say two years I've had significant growth. And I remember at first, like, I don't think it made him uncomfortable, but he like made a point to be like, you're different. And I'm like, yeah, it's a good thing. Either get on board or get out. Like, I know we've been in this together for a while, but I'm not going to stunt my growth to keep you comfortable. Like, I will always do my best to keep you comfortable, but I'm not going to like minimize myself. I don't know if that's the right word, but like, Pretty much like a pot, like a not a pot, a um a plant. If you keep it in a small pot, it can only grow so much. I was like, I'm not gonna keep myself small to satisfy you. Like I love you with all my heart, but if you don't love me enough to let me grow, then I gotta let you go. Yeah. But luckily, we he got on board and we're good. But <laughs> yeah, and I think I mean ch- change is scary in any sense. So yeah. I think that's kind of it's like you see this, and I think. The fear in Chris's eye, I don't want to speak for him, but in that situation, I could see that like, oh my God, I've been with her forever and now she's changing. Like, does that mean I don't get to stay with her? Like, is she, you know, so I can see. And there in that situation, if that were me, all I would ask of my partner is to just like, give me that reassurance that I need in that moment. Like, yeah, I'm changing, but you're coming with me. Like we're changing together, you know, like we're, we're on this together. And then look at what happened. Like you just keep growing and keep getting better and better and stronger and stronger just with that reassurance, communication and trust. Yep. That was a perfect way to wrap it up unless you have anything else on your list. Nope. That's it. That's perfect. Okay. What are your favorites? Um, so my favorite of the week is our exclusive Facebook page for the Dream Life Summer Challenge. And yeah. I got to say, we have been brainstorming about this. Fa- I almost feel like the Facebook page was like, the beginning of the whole challenge like when we were brainstorming this like the challenge was the facebook page was always like we need a community we want a place to be able to not seem as like disconnected from our community like we want to be in there with people we want to be doing this challenge with them and that facebook page is our like we're on day five today day six day six today and that facebook page is already like one of my favorite places on the internet it's amazing how people are posting, people are hyping each other up. And it's like the supportive community that we literally dreamed of creating. It's like happening in front of us. And it is the coolest freaking thing to see. And people, it's just like so much kindness and support. And I love seeing people complete the challenges and support us as we complete the challenges. And yeah, that is my favorite of the week. It's been like every time I see a notification that someone posted, I'm like, I gotta go check it out. Cause it's the coolest thing. I, it makes me so happy. Yeah, no, it literally brought the vision to life. And that's the only pe- part of the internet I want part of lately, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, I, I, <laughs> I go on just for that. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to do my quote first because it ties into that. So my quote of the week is, if your dreams don't scare you, they're too small. And fear is a really like difficult like emotion to navigate. And I just think that fear is something that you can tackle with a buddy, whether it's your best friend or your partner. And it's just something that it's nice to have the sounding board and the support. And no matter what the context is of what you're fearful of or doubting, 
I promise it's not that bad. And like, yes, there are bad situations, but just having, I don't know. I feel like that quote needs to be followed up with, with the support of someone else. Like it just fear, fear isn't as scary with someone. So whether it's your friend or your partner. I agree. I could not agree more. My mantra of the week is kind of going in line, kind of, um, it's everything has beauty, but not everyone sees it. And I saw this and I was like, yes. And I think we've been working really hard on, we talked about being people pleasers over and over and over again, but I think this, we have learned so much with how if someone doesn't like what you're doing or doesn't like you or doesn't like the clothes you're wearing or doesn't like whatever, it doesn't mean that who you are or what you're doing is wrong. It just means that it doesn't work for them. And that's been something that has been so, so hard for me. And I know for both of us, and I'm grateful that we have each other because it's so difficult to not get wrapped up in spiraling, thinking that like we're, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like it's so difficult to stay rooted in who you know you are and like like think about it do you like every single person you meet do you like every single style or drink or outfit or whatever no so it's going to be the same for other people and I'm just really trying to remind myself that that like it's actually good that we don't all like the same things and to try and look at it that way as like positive like unique people and not take everything so personally and so Mm -hmm. I'm taking it as a learning opportunity but doesn't mean it's easy. So yeah, no. everything has beauty, but not everyone sees it. That's my mantra. I, I really like that. I've never heard that one, actually. Um, my favorite of the week is actually sky inspired because I couldn't tell you the last time I brewed coffee. And this morning I broke out my coffee maker in my coffee grounds and I made myself a cup of coffee and I have almond joy creamer in it because Ooh. you were talking about last week and I I just had to and Chris this morning he comes around the corner he's like why is that out and I'm like the coffee machine he's like I thought you threw that out at the apartment and I'm like I haven't used it since I don't even it's been years since I've brewed my own coffee but I was very excited and it hits the spot and it's just lovely so thank you for You're welcome. getting me back on my coffee kick what have you been doing to make coffee I have not been making coffee I have iced tea I legitimately oh have not, I've maybe had two or three cups of coffee and they're iced coffees from Starbucks since I stopped teaching. Like coffee has just not been in my, no pre-workout. So I'm still having caffeine, but. Well, and the iced tea has caffeine, but like. Yeah, it's been years. I can't even like. Wow. And you know what's funny? I think it's tomorrow or I know it's one day this week is to change up your coffee routine. That's the challenge to like spice up your routine. So it's so funny. You're ahead of the game. Wow. That's funny. Uh, all right, guys, you know, the drill, like, and subscribe, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for watching.